and welcome to OutTech Your Kids, a tech-positive podcast for the age of digital parenting. In 15 minutes or less, each week, we'll give you the fast answers to all of your burning tech questions. Hey, I'm Kristen Chase. And I'm Liz Gumbiner, and we're the founders of CoolMomPix.com and CoolMomTech.com. And you might also know us as the hosts of the parenting podcast, Spawned. Thanks so much for joining us. Today, we're going to have a little fun answering the question, well, really, Kristen's question... What are some new games I can play on my phone these days to keep me from going crazy? (laughs) Yes, you know, I need a break. I think we all need a break. I like to fidget. You know, it's honestly another way to keep our minds sharp. It's not just for the kids. And you know what? I could use a break from social media too. And I think I might feel not necessarily productive, but I'm doing something a little better with my time than uh, mindlessly (laughs) responding to people on Facebook. (laughs) Well, I can help you out with that and to our listeners who would like some fun new games to play. And we'll be back with that right after we tell you about our sponsor, Sophia Family. It's the device that's the first screen time manager allowing you to use a single app on your own phone or tablet to manage all the devices in your home, whether you're on or offline. And get this, kids cannot circumvent the Sophia family system. It's totally kid-proof, unlike other managers that our listeners have tried. To learn more about how the Sophia family app works, just head to sophiafamily.com slash outtechyourkids. That's Sophia with an F, sophiafamily.com slash out tech your kids. So Liz, I know that you do all kinds of games and puzzles. I've always looked for your posts on Cool Mom Tech because you have great taste in everything, not just in clothing and shoes, but also in apps and (laughs) games. And you know, I do social media for a living. You do as well. And I'm finding myself just sort of on there flipping through Instagram, Facebook, even TikTok. I'll be completely honest. I'll flip through and I'm going, (laughs) why am I doing this? It feels like work. It doesn't feel like the distraction I need. And so I'm coming to you today. Hopefully our listeners will also appreciate your advice. And I want to know, you know, should I be playing games? What games should I be playing? Is it okay for me to play games? Give me permission, Liz. Okay, I'm giving you all the permission you need. First of all, a few stats, data nerd that I am. Do you know that two-thirds of moms play video games? No, but that's awesome. I think it's probably even higher. I think some moms are embarrassed to say yes. And some stats even say that nearly 70% of all mobile gamers, so that's on your phone usually, are moms, which is amazing. So it's a woman's world out there, Kristen. It's not all shoot 'em up games or as I call them, kill people seven. (laughs) We're not going to (laughs) recommend games like that. So listen, some of these are free. Some are worth paying a few dollars to upgrade for ad-free experiences. Or if you're on iOS, like we are, Apple Arcade is another option. Have you done Apple Arcade yet, Kristen? I have actually right when it came out. I tried it for Cool Mom Tech. There are a lot of fun things on there. I was playing Frogger for a while (laughs) myself, which I love. So yeah, I'm a big fan. Well, they've added a lot of amazing new games since then. Some of these are a little newer, some are older, but here are my favorite ones because I've tried a lot of them. First of all, those of you who haven't tried it yet, you can try it for free if you have an Apple device, which is totally worth it to see if you like it. And then it's only $4.99 a month for up to six family members. So 
pretty much your yeah. whole family, unless you have a humongous yes. family. And there's no ads, unlimited play. It's a, it's a great deal. Five bucks. It's like one latte right there. And you can play games all night long. What are your favorites on Apple Arcade? I know, you know, like I said, I've played some of the old school games. But can you talk about some of the ones that you find yourself being drawn to? Yeah. So just briefly, there's one that I wrote about on Cool Mom Tech the second I discovered it. It's called Dear Reader. This is the first one I'd recommend for you, Kristen, because I know you love classic novels. I do. And it used text from classic books, not just novels. There's like Brave New World. There's Jane Austen. There's Emily Dickinson poetry. There's, I think Zora Neale Hurston is in there. And they're all kinds of word games using these texts that have you switching around words that are out of place in a chapter or using multiple choice to pick the right word in a sentence. And you end up kind of reading like a Cliff Notes version of the book. Of oh, the whole novel wow. Okay. That will make me even feel better than I was already yes. feeling thinking about this game. Because it's so hard to find time to read. <laughs> and it's very clever. Like the way it, it like talks to you and the prompts are very funny and clever. And like it's kind of like, hey, we're all like kind of word people together. Right. And you just get that vibe from it. And it's beautifully designed. I think you'd really like it. Okay, got it on my list. For more puzzle games, I love puzzle games. Yes. So there's two I really want to recommend. Card of Darkness is a top game in arcade. You may not think it from the title, Card of Darkness, (laughs) but it's super cute and clever and kind of irreverent, and you're basically slaying monsters, casting spells, and working your way through boards by drawing the right cards. Like, each card gives you a different power. Oh, But the cartoony style is really charming and clever, and it just makes it kind of fun. You feel like you're playing something on the Cartoon Network. And it's by a developer named Zach Gage. And you will hear a lot about him here because I've realized after compiling this list, I like all of his games. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Another one I like if you like puzzle games is a game called Grindstone. And I was completely addicted to that earlier this year. Also engaging, funny, cartoony game meets a battle game. But it's irreverent. It's humorous, then like awful bloody. And your aim is to work your way through grids, slashing and killing these funny looking monsters along the way. (laughs) to collect items that will help you on harder levels. Okay. And the monsters are very quirky. I don't know if you remember that old game Snood that people used to play on their desktops. Yes, I do, actually. Yeah. So they look kind of like that. And the monsters get, like, enraged the more time that passes, and they get all fiery and angry. And it kind of reminds me of, like, the Pac-Man ghosts speeding up. Okay. (laughs) So it's strategy and logic, but not so much that it hurts your head. (laughs) And it's funny. And they just announced, like, 50 more levels. So I'm ready to get back into Grindstone after I completed the whole thing last year. (laughs) Wow. Okay, that's pretty impressive. Anything else on there that I should look for? Yeah, I know you also like kind of zen pretty games. I do. I I really I really do, actually, because I, I the last thing I want to do is get worked up. I mean, I used to play a lot of games yes. when I was younger, like even in my 20s during college. Does everyone play games? I, th- I feel like. And I would get super worked up. So for me, I need something that's just going to, like, calm my mind down. Yes. Well, Grindstone works you up a little bit. But if you like kind of something more zen, there's a game called Protection. It's beautiful. It's all silhouettes and looks like cut paper and shadow puppets. It looks like a Tim Burton Ooh, movie. Ooh, that sounds where you're good. you're trying to manipulate a character through a path and it's a it's still a puzzle game and it's lovely looking or if you like side scroller games you know like mario 
games or like Tiny Wings, where you're basically you know taking a character and moving them. Yes, I'm a, a huge Tiny scroll. Wings fan. So yes, yes, yes. Yes. Okay. Well, then check out a game called Skate City. I did not think I'd like this as much as I did. <laughs> it has you skateboarding through courses, mastering tricks, but also like kind of zen and nice to look at. And it reminds me of an old favorite of ours called Alito's yes. Adventure. Yes. Oh, it's I love not that game. an Apple Arcade. I love it. Yes. So we're out of Apple Arcade, Alito's Adventure. There's a couple of them now, actually. It's been around for a while. You're controlling a skier against a gorgeous background with lovely effects. It's pretty. There's no monsters, Kristen, okay. no stress, but there are llamas. Oh, well, logically, llamas would be in a skiing game. Of yes. Course. Yes. That and llamas. Love llamas. I love it. So I know you play a lot of word games, and I love word games. Love, love, love them. Yeah, it's really And, you fun. know, I feel like there are so many that people know, you know, like Words with Friends or like I Boggle know. or all, like Scrabble is kind of my go-to game that I played growing up. But are there any kind of newer word games I should keep my eye on? Yes. So I'm going full Zach Gage fangirl here with three okay. games he's done that Whoa. are all word games. And they're all different variations of kind of Anagram or Boggle type games so his newest game he's done like dozens of games his newest one that came out this year is called spell tower plus and it offers a few different word games in different modes but it's kind of like a word search 2.0 so there's a full grid of letters and you're connecting them as much as possible to form the longest words you can at which point those letters disappear all the tiles fall down like tetris style and then you have to try to create new ones out of whatever's left love it I'm ready. All his stuff, really clean, well-designed, simple. Like, there's a reason his stuff is so successful. He has another one called Type Shift, also an anagram game, where you try to make words out of letters that are stacked in rows and sort of scrambled together. So there might be, let's say, seven letters across and three high. So you've got a grid of 21 letters. And all you can do is lift each column up and down, slide them up and down until you get them in the right way to form a word. Ooh. You try to figure out how many words. Okay, you can I dig that. I totally. So dig different that. part of your brain to do that versus like a word search, but it's fun. A third one that he made, which I really like, is called Letterpress, and it's a strategic game that you can play with friends, or if you like just want to do stuff on your own, you can play with bots, or you can even play with random opponents okay. the way you do with words with friends. So you basically take turns making words from a five by five board of letter tiles. It's a few years old, but it's a fun one to come back to. Okay, that's definitely on my list. And you know, I love puzzle games, but there are a lot out there that don't have words. Like I'm personally a big fan of the game Threes, which I know yes. you played for a while. That's kind of the one that I do keep on my phone and I'll find my myself going back to. Do you have any other suggestions for puzzle games kind of like that? Because I love that game. Yeah, actually. I mean, so three is you're kind of sliding uh, numbers to combine them into factors of three until you're up to like 128 by 128 and you're trying to combine them to get the highest numbers you can before you run out of moves. Yeah. Right? Yes. I find that very satisfying. I do. I was just going to say that. It's so satisfying. <laughs> so for another logic game, not a number game, this is interesting. I found this... Uh, you know I'm a big New York Times crossword fan, right? Yes, of And course. I never thought to look on the New York Times app in the game section and look at all the other games there. Very smart. And one of the things they have is this problem-solving game called Tiles that I love. It's what I used to call, quote, a waiting for the bus game. 
Not that I'm taking a bus these days, but you know, like it's that kind of game where you just have like a little time to kill and it's very zen. You look at a series of tiles with lots of designs on them and then try to figure out what they all kind of have in common. And you match tiles that have one element in common until you've cleared the board. So it's sort of like a matching game, but it also forces you to look at highly designed tiles and break them down and try to identify what's similar between each of them. Like, oh, that one has a pink swirl and this one has a pink swirl, but it's hidden behind all sorts of other designs. So maybe there's like five or six elements in each tile. So it makes each one look really different. And they look like beautiful tiles. Like I want to decorate my bathroom with some of them. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. And then what about some things that I, you know, you mentioned a couple that you could play with other people, but are there ones in particular? Okay. So there's one I've know I've talked about it before on the Spawned podcast, but I have not found anything more fun yet. It's called Psych. Have you I heard this love yet? Psych. Oh, Isn't I it the best? It. I tell everybody about it. It is so, I'm so, so good. glad I wasn't sure so if good. you had it. No, I play it all the time. It is really the best game. It's so really. fun. So each player is on their own device. It's fun if you're all in a room together, like with our kids, but sometimes we'll play it with the relatives and we will put on Zoom so we can all yeah, like hear yeah, each yeah. other and That's laugh. That's how we've done it too. And each yeah. person has to answer a question about another player randomly generated. So it'll say something like, if Kristen were put in jail, it would be for blank. And everybody types in their own answer. <laughs> and then all of the answers come up randomly generated anonymous. So we don't know who did which one. And we vote for the favorites. And it's so simple and so fun. Yeah, I mean, and there's also other games you can play in it, too. Like, we've played ones where it's like weird movie titles that are actually real yes. and you have to come up with like a one or two line trailer. I mean, we have, we have played the heck out of that game. It is top notch. So highly recommend. The movie one is great for older kids and adults for sure. Yes. Yes. Some of them are a little difficult. Like even my 11 year old can find some of them tricky, but the one about other people is definitely one that younger kids can play. And you know, I'm doing a pretty good job right now because I'm not in my car. I'm standing in the podcast booth writing all of these down and adding them to my phone. But if you're in your car or you're out and about and you want to get all of Liz's recommendations, we put everything that we talk about on our show over on our podcast page on coolmomtech.com. So make sure you head over there because this is such an awesome list. It is. And you know what? Yes, your kids can play them, but this one's just for you, mamas. Those of you parents listening, sometimes we're allowed to have things just for ourselves, and maybe that's letterpress. <laughs> <laughs> so listen, before we sign off, we want to tell you about our sponsor, Sophia Family. By now, we know you've heard us talk a lot about their screen time manager, but you know, maybe you're wondering, okay, what what is this? Like, how does it actually work? So of course, you can go to their site at sophiafamily.com slash outtechyourkids. That's Sophia with an F. But here's kind of like the TLDR, right? So the Sophia Family Hub is a box that connects to your smart TV and then connects to all the gadgets in your media center that have an HDMI cable. So like your Xbox, your PlayStation, you get the idea. Then you install the app, the Sophia Family app, on all your family's mobile devices. So then you've got the app on your phone or tablet and you get to manage all of the gadgets, the ones that are plugged into the hub, the ones that have the app, wherever you are, right? And we talked about this before, Liz, but it's kind of important point to emphasize that this is powered by software, not a router. So that makes it, A, easy for you to control everything, and B, 
you will know if your kids mess with it, <laughs> which is very important. Not that our found. kids would do such a thing, but you no, know, it never. could happen. It could happen. It's true. So if you want to learn more, you want to get your hands on this, head over to sophiafamily.com slash outtechyourkids. That's Sophia with an F, sophiafamily.com slash outtechyourkids. Well, thank you for joining us for this episode of Outtech Your Kids. I hope it was fun for you. Huge thanks yes. to our engineer, Georgina Hahn. If you like what we're talking about here, want to learn more, or even ask your own questions, I answered Kristen's question today, but I'm happy to answer yours. Join our Outtech Your Kids community on Facebook, and please subscribe to Outtech Your Kids. Right now, just click the subscribe button. That way you'll know every single week as soon as our new episode drops. They're only 15 minutes or less each week. And if you like what we're doing here, go right now. Actually, you can do it while you're on your phone. You can subscribe. You can. We already told you to do that, but you can do it twice. You can leave a five-star review <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. That you really shouldn't do twice. Just one is enough on that. And you know what? It really helps other listeners find us, which, of course, we greatly appreciate. So thank you so much for listening to Outtech Your Kids. This is Kristen. And this is Liz. Have a great day. Bye.